Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Bob, do you think, has anyone ever watched the Grammys and at the end of it said, well, that was really satisfying. That was, <laughs> I think they got it all right. That was just perfect. Probably the producers of the Grammys. Yeah, well, maybe that. But I, I'm just, you know, watching the internet burn like a tire fire all day today over every little thing that happened at the Grammys. It's just like, I just keep thinking, why do we Why do we keep going back every year and watching this? Everyone is always disappointed and furious and just beside themselves and can't make any sense of it. I simply and, never do. I never watch. Yeah. The only thing I know is I, I watch Stephen Thompson's uh, tweets uh, all night last night. Both, uh, you <laughs> he know, was funny. most, yeah, he, he's great at this stuff, but, but yeah. mostly in, like, how could they kind of yeah. stuff sting again? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I, you know, I just knew uh, Kendrick Lamar was going to win album of the year. And, and then I started thinking at the 11th hour, I started thinking, you know what, maybe I could see Lord maybe sweeping this, stealing this away from him. And then, and then it just was nothing that anybody was expecting at all. I like Bruno Mars. I find him very entertaining. But That's nice. But <laughs> the way I understand it is that you get to vote on the thing that your expertise is on, right, mm-hmm. for those specific categories. But Everybody gets to vote for right. album of the year, record of the year, right. and that's why they're always just it, yeah. they're just a, a mess. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you told me a long time ago the definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Right. Yeah, so there so you go. So every that, time you tune into the Grammys, you <laughs> yes. should not be expecting. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rodney Carmichael wrote a great piece today, and uh, and I just took him aside and said. You, you just stop watching it because it's just going to be the same every year. <laughs> he has a great piece people should check out. It's called Same Old Rap, The Grammys Race Toward Irrelevance, which is a genius headline. It really is. Should we talk about some uh, artists who weren't mentioned at the Grammys this year? Which would be most of the records that I yeah, probably Yeah, probably all, all like, of mine, yes. too. I can start off with something that you actually turned me on to, an artist named Grace Vonderkuhn. Do you remember her? Yeah. You you sent me a link that just you'd like this, and I listened. And I was like, yeah, you you know me very well. This is a rock guitarist and singer. She's from Wilmington, Delaware. Just gritty, loud, fast music. She's got this debut record coming out later this year called Reveries. The first song she released from Reveries is called Worry, and she described it as an anthem for overthinkers. And I've got a second song I want to play called Bad Habits. So she's clearly working through some things. <laughs> it sounds like she might be worry. helping you work through some yeah, stuff Yeah, and here. some bad habits. Well, this is a very cathartic cut. The song I want to play, Bad Habits, oh, from, uh, yeah, from Grace Von der Kuhn. Yeah. 
You're going to have that really cranked up loud when you drive down the road with your kids, aren't you? Yeah, well, I, absolutely. My kids love this music. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, it's a little punk, a little grunge, a little catchy. It's just like the perfect combination of all those things that lands right in my sweet spot. You called me a, you said I'm a cheap date one time. And I, every time I hear music like this, I think, yeah, I guess I am a pretty cheap date. I, I'm pretty much a sucker for this. So Grace Vonderkung says that bad habits is just as you would expect. It's about sliding backwards into old behaviors, allowing other people to control your happiness. So this, it's a very personal record. I mean, it's not an, it doesn't sound particularly intimate when you listen to it. It's, it's a lot louder than, than you might think. Uh, but she does work through a lot on this. The record, Reveries, is out February 23rd on Egg Hunt Records. <laughs> Egg Hunt Records. I love the name of that, that label. A name that I love is, my favorite band name maybe, is... Hmm. Um, Let's eat grandma. Oh, right. Without the comma <laughs> without, or with, well, with the comma? The, 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 the point is it's without a comma. Right. It's the grammatical joke. Uh, yeah. And as someone who is a constant uh, abuser and uh, misuser of, of commas, it's even more perfect for, for me. So Let's Eat Grandma is uh, is the music of Rosa Walton and Jenny Hollingworth. Uh, they're two teens. They've made music since they were little kids. And they make music that uh, has a sense of wonder and a sense of playfulness. A little less so on the new single I'm going to play for you. It's called Hot Pink. This song is about the two of them thinking about gender. But uh, I got a note from Leg, L-E-G, Let's Eat Grandma. Right. (laughs) And it said that uh, Hot Pink is about the misconceptions of femininity and masculinity and the power of embracing both of them. And it's about self-expression and appreciation for an underrated color. Not exactly sure what that means, and I've read this uh, a handful of times and listened to the song, but I'll plant that uh, in your head as we listen to uh, the new song by Let's Eat Grandma. Ready for Hot Pink? Cause I don't know what to say with you Fill my head with shame Cause you need someone to blame I'm just an object of disdain to you I'm only 17 I don't know what you mean By my tongue now that's your cue So bring me down Redirect your gaze Cause that's your middle name All the same Kill me now I'm such a drama queen You got something up your sleeve, don't you? Oh Oh Wait a minute Is it mine? Is it? Is it my heart? Anything and everything just came off Say to you 
I love how monstrous that that <laughs> drop is when that kid, it just gets so big, and uh, it kind of reminds me almost of Sleigh Bells. I hear you know, that. the band Sleigh Bells, yeah. especially that that big burst, that big drop like that. But then there's the playfulness that happens in there too. Yeah. Oh, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> it was very uh, surprising and disarming. Right. It or takes or you just out of the before moment. the drop yeah. is the is the the little hesitation. Great. That's Let's Eat Grandma, and um, Hot Pink is a song. I'm looking forward. They've said they've got a new record coming out this year. They're working we, on. We we uh, we anticipate a new record coming up. We have nothing we can officially say, but boy, you mentioned the the uh, thing that we did with them at South by Southwest. They played in this vintage Air. Airstream. It was just beautiful in the sound, and it was we recorded it at I don't know one in the two in the morning. Or it was. Something. It was after our big. We had five bands on stage that night yeah. at Stubbs. Yeah, we went to the backyard where I thought I was going to film a little what we call South by Lullaby. It was too noisy back there. And there was sitting in the woods was this Airstream trailer, which I thought we'd open it up and it would just be just trashed. No. And it was elegant and beautiful. I wanted wood. to move in. Yeah. And the mm. sound was great in, t- in there. In, in there, there yeah. 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 With them. That's online. People should check that, in. Check that out. Uh, let's completely change gears and go to Jose Gonzalez from Sweden. Jose Gonzalez, he he very quietly dropped this EP last Friday, you know, sort of unannounced. I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. And I'm excited. It, it's really beautiful. And um, it's a batch of songs that he recorded with a band called The Bright Lights at a studio in Gothenburg in, in Sweden. In fact, the EP is, is called Jose Gonzalez and The Bright Lights at the Svenska Gramophone Studio, <laughs> which is where he recorded it. The song I want to play from it, it's just four tracks, but the song I want to play is one he actually wrote in 2007 uh, when he was working on the album In Our Nature, and he recorded it in the same studio space. And it is called Killing for Love, and we can talk a bit more about it after we hear it, Killing for Love.
incredibly amped up from the original very laid-back version that's on his 2007 record, right? Uh, and, the, and, yeah, in this version he recorded uh, anew with this with the band The Bright Lights and one of four tracks on this new EP. He says at the time he wrote it, and I'm quoting Jose Gonzalez here, he says, it was a reaction to the weirdness of some people falling in love with a particular idea or a historical character. Love is powerful, so powerful that it can bring out the worst in us. We should choose our loves wisely. I mean, I think what he's saying there in part is that love can make you do stupid, crazy stuff. And the more you want something, the more you're willing to do to get it. And the more you're willing to do, the more stupid you can get. <laughs> so uh, choose wisely. The EP is out now. Should we take a short break? Sure. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from ELS Studio, a premium audio experience for the open road. With ELS Studio Premium Audio, every musical note you hear plays like a unique combination of artistry, emotion, and engineering. Developed with eight-time Grammy Award-winning recording engineer Elliot Shiner, it immerses the listener in studio-like sound, the way the artist intended it to be heard. ELS Studio Premium Audio, precision-crafted audio performance exclusively from Acura. They sending That's us that it, car? Yeah they, yeah, they say for the open road, and I, when I, I think it's like studio, like it's for if you want to record your album while you're while you're driving down the road. <laughs> I don't think that's, so. I don't yeah, think but that's my, not that's, that's yeah, not quite yeah, what it is. Yeah. I have something for you that's unsettling. You you you, you okay with that? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So uh, one thing you know, I am I'm a lover of of music that sets a tone, and I love it when the sounds make the song, but the words support the sounds. Often people have a sound and then write words, and they don't quite hold each other up. A few years ago, I featured an artist, Many Rooms. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's an, an EP. Uh, Brianna Hunt is the name of the artist. She put out a, an EP called Hollow Body. Uh, and now we have, finally, after a handful of years, her debut. It's called There is a Presence Here. And it's unsettling in the way she builds her song structures. You expect from these four-minute songs that we often get, or three-minute-something songs, uh, a verse and a chorus, and maybe a bridge and a verse and a chorus. Doesn't happen here. And the thing is, she's writing about dealing with her depression, her lack of self-confidence, and because of the way the song structure works and the words work, for the subject matter, it really makes you feel that unsettled feeling that... uh, that she has about her own self, and it's it's really quite beautiful. You also get a sense of the of time floating, and because you don't have the normal markers of verse, chorus, and stuff. Anyway, I'm gonna play the song. It's called "Which Is to Say Everything," is the name of the song. Which is to say everything. It is. I just said it. This is many rooms.
that is just breathtaking and astonishing. I, I've got to get this record right now. <laughs> Many uh, rooms. We can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole, when you listen to a whole album of this with the tonalities and, I mean, that breathy voice. The way That's she was, and how it reminded me of Peter Silberman of the Antlers uh, on that the Hospice record. Right. There was early on. There's a cut on that record where he. I thought it was a sound effect. It almost sounded like seagulls or something screeching or crows. And just I realized that's him inhaling. Just proximity yeah. to the mic. Mike. Many rooms is the artist. This song uh, is called "Which Is to Say Everything." The album uh, comes out uh, April 13th on Other People Records. Other people or peoples? Other, other people. people other people records. So we just found out that Y Oak has a new record coming out this year. They just made the official announcement. But actually last week, Jen Wasner and Andy Stack, the members of Y Oak, they told all of their fans that, uh, like they had a mailing list, they, they sent out postcards to their fans, handwritten postcards that each of them, wrote out by hand and mailed using snail mail. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, hey, we've got a new record coming. They were all cryptic, like, see you soon, Andy, or, you know, whoever it was that it was addressed to. And then, but, and none of them were the same. They were all different. But if you piece them together collectively, there were enough hints and cryptic references and little details that basically they ended up announcing, hey, we've got this new record coming. It's called The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs. Uh, it's coming in the spring, and they just released the title track. It's just so glorious. It's just this pulsing, exuberant. It's majestic at times, some great atmospherics, some great guitar noise, everything that I love about Y Oak. Uh, the louder I call, the faster it runs, the title track from their new record. Let's give it a listen.
Why Oak, this band just sends me. I just love this band so much. Why Oak? I mean, I've gone through like lots of transformation in the sound where, first of all, Andy, the drummer, is the greatest one-handed He's drummer. He's doing everything at the With the other time. hand yeah. on the keyboards. Yeah. Uh, and then more recently, uh, Jen Wassner has picked up and, and the guitar is front and center. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, li- I like the way they shift and their sounds. Well, so they're originally from Baltimore, right? Wasn't yeah. Wyoke? Yeah. So, well, Jen Wassner's now, she now lives in Durham in North Carolina, and Andy Stack is in Marfa, Texas. And so the way they made this record together is they'd fly to each other's house for maybe a few days or up to a week at a time. And so they didn't really have a lot of time to, to mess around with this. They really had to, to crank it out and be efficient. And they, they said that it led to a lot less second-guessing, uh, a lot less hesitation. And it, also, I think you can hear in this song, uh, a little more urgency in, in, in the music as well. The louder I call, the faster it runs. That was the title track, a song that seems to be, if you dig into the lyrics, it seems to be in part a lament about lost youth and innocent, you know, the innocence of youth, but also maybe a rallying cry of sorts to not waste time and not wait to fight for the things that matter most in your life and in this world. Why Oak the Louder I Call the Faster It Runs is out April 6th on Merge out this spring. We're already talking about spring releases. It gets me thinking about South by Southwest, which we mentioned on Let's Eat Grandma, right? And it's coming up rapidly. Uh, yeah. Rapidly. It's one of my favorite times to discover uh, new music. I discovered our next artist there. Her name is Seb Delisa. Uh, I saw her in 2016. I remember you, you talking Just about Just an her, extraordinary yeah. voice. She has a way of mixing the organic and electronic, which is one of my very favorite things. It really brings out the best of both worlds. Seb Delise, I wrote to ask her what this new song that she's putting out. She put out an album back in April 
the, the album called Eyes On. And now she has just this new song. It's called Soul Sinkable. It's all we know is just a song. It's being released on the uh, a day of a blue moon solar eclipse. Not a coincidence. Totally designed to come out that day because I'm going to read you this description. This is the second description today that I've gotten that is mystical in okay. many, many ways. It's certain, certainly uh, a little hard to understand. She, she refers to herself in the third person here as I okay. read this right. quote that she just wrote to me. She said, these are glimpses, talking about the song, these are glimpses of her supernatural realm where she is a vessel. She's talking about herself. With healing songs to either lift curses or to move on to the next life, collecting masks as memento in the process. Her guidance comes from the collected, ultimately channeling the supreme self. You got that? Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> let's put that whole quote up on our website, npr.org slash all songs, and people can read through it a few times and try to make sense of it. I madly love her sound, so you want to go out on uh, Sevdalisa? Yeah, let's do that. The song is called Soul Sinkable. Take care, Mr. Hilton. Thanks, Bob. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.